Hey friends. Okay. Full disclosure. I'm totally doing laundry recording this episode from my phone. So have fun with that. But I figured I may as well kill two birds with one stone. I was just thinking about what I want to talk about and why not do it while I sit here and do laundry. (laughs) You guys, that is why I love podcasting so much because I can podcast while I do life. As you guys have heard me so often during this quarantine time, record episodes from my patio, record episodes in the living room next to my kiddos. Like, y'all, it's flexible. It is so flexible. You don't have to show up on video. You can be yourself and it can work around your life. That is why I'm such a huge advocate of using podcasting as a way to grow your own business, as a way for you to connect with your audience, as a way for you to grow an organic following. OMG, y'all, like I started this podcast about a year and a half ago and what it has done for my business, it blows my mind. I was just sharing on Instagram the other day that I've lost 1,800 Instagram followers in the past 10 months Yeah, you heard 1,800. I've lost. However, I still am growing a hugely profitable business without having to show up on Instagram 24-7, without having to be on Facebook every day, without having to show up on Instagram stories 20 times a day. How? This podcast. I have keywords, SEO, and strategy behind what this show is about, and I've got all the secrets for you in my course as how this show, this exact podcast has grown my revenue by over 1600% in that same 10 month period. What? Yeah, boo boo. You heard right. Revenue as in money in the bank, girl, 1600% growth in just 10 months, all from podcasting paired with organic growth strategies like Pinterest and like my Facebook group. Holy smokes, that's right. So inside of Podcast Pro University, my course, I talk about how to launch your podcast, start your podcast, grow it, all the things you need from the tech to everything and beyond, to getting guests on your show, having your show just explode and work for you. And I also talk about how to grow your show using organic strategies like Facebook, blogging, and Pinterest. Everything, everything for under 500 bucks. You guys, join me in Podcast Pro University. It's time for you to start your own show and have the same type of success over the next year and a half that I've had with mine because I'm passing along every secret to you. It's at podcastprouniversity.com. You also, for a limited time, I am going to start charging for this eventually, you guys. Get the membership group for free. You are grandfathered in for free. I go live in there every week. I answer questions. There are a couple hundred people in there to support you, to help you, to leave podcast swaps with you, to do reviews with you. It is the most incredible community of podcasting Christian mompreneurs. Plus, we got a couple guys, a couple dadpreneurs in there too that you could ever expect. Don't delay. It's your time. It's now. We're quarantined. I mean, what else are we going to do? Let's launch a podcast. podcastprouniversity.com. Okay, enough about that. What is today's podcast episode about? I was sitting here. 
actually I was driving today to go get my hair cut. First haircut in three months because I quarantine cut my own hair and it was a hot mess, hot mess express, totally uneven. But I was driving and thinking, is there anything I need to say to my gals? Because got a light week as far as clients are concerned. And I figure I wanted to give you guys a bonus episode. And the one thing that kept coming through for me as I drove was the things that I've learned or the things that have made the greatest impact on me during this quarantine time. Because here we are in this moment, in this space and time that we've never been in before. This moment and space and time where everything stopped moving. Our businesses, our lives, motherhood, school, I mean, the gym, my workout regime. Like, can anybody give me an amen up here on a Tuesday? That's with me. Okay, life stopped. And we can, we were able to use that and we are still able to use that for our benefit or for our detriment. So today... I'm going to go through with you the three things, my three biggest lessons that three months in quote unquote quarantine or isolation has taught me that I think every single one of you need to pray over, think about, and maybe see if these three things are impacting you and your life in a positive way. Let's go. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Okie dokie, friends. Let's talk thing one. Thing one, thing two, thing three, okay? What is the number one thing that I've learned during quarantine? I have learned. Now, okay, let's start with this. I, as a human being... I as an Enneagram three, I as a control freak, y'all, as a, let's say recovering control freak, I'm doing a lot better. I don't like change. You know, humans, we don't like change in general, but when you talk about Stephanie Gass and like all the things that I am, (laughs) like naturally, change is not something for me that I'm like, yeah, I love that. Let's totally try something new today. Let's totally, you know, go on and, and go and do this new thing that we've never done or buy this new thing or try this new thing or hire this new person. I am a crazy loyalist. When I find something that I like, when I find someone that I want to work with, when I find that I like marketing in a certain way, I don't want to change. I am the most resistant human. You might not ever meet, but one of them. <laughs> when it comes to change, why? Because I like to feel in control. I love to feel accomplished. And I also really value peace and happiness and sanity. And and having a semblance of normalcy brings me those feelings. It makes me feel calm, collected, and in control. How about you? If you were to say, 
on an, on a scale of one to 10, where you're at when it comes to resisting change, where would you fall? I would say I'm a seven or eight. Really don't like it. So three months ago, here comes Corona virus, COVID-19, and everything stops. In a matter of days, schools had shut down. People were panicking. Businesses were being closed. We were required to stay home. There was a run on toilet paper, for goodness sake. I mean, y'all, life got crazy. It got really crazy. And with that craziness brought so much change. My husband and I had to stay home and, and distance learn our children and try to work our schedules around each other. And we couldn't go to church and we couldn't really, we chose not to see our family at first. We are now, but at first we weren't. We were just alone. And everything was disrupted, okay? And so here's where I was at. I really resisted it at first. I resisted it. And what happened when I resisted? It got harder. I got more snappy, more exhausted. I ate my feelings. Thank you. Thank you, COVID 10-pounder. It's like instead of saying like the freshman 15, we can say the COVID 10, right? (laughs) Um, Anyway, it got really rough for me. And I took it out on everyone, right? I took it out on myself. I ate too much and, and really just dug into carbs, which are a comfort food for me. Snapped at the husband, um, you know, the kids, short of patience with them. I was resisting change, which created a lot of negativity in my life. So here, three months later, I'm thinking about, gosh, I feel so at peace and everything's flowing and my life just feels so beautiful and I've taken all this time to soak up time with God. In the past week, I've gotten my health back on track. I feel so good. My husband and I are closer than ever. I love co-working with him. I thought he was going to drive me crazy, you guys. One thing I used to always say, my husband could never retire because I couldn't handle him being home 24-7. Now I don't want him to go back to work. He's the biggest blessing I could have ever imagined. And I'm like, How, wait, what? where did the flip come in? When did When did the narrative get switched from this is a mess and this is bad and everything's falling apart to this is working. This feels great. I can do this. And and now I'm seeing provision come in and my business is growing even bigger than it's ever been. And my life feels so in alignment. And here's the secret. Here's what happened for me. About a month into COVID slash isolation slash all the things, I stopped resisting change. So here it is. Write it down. Resisting change causes friction. Resisting change causes friction. So when we are faced with change that is not our choice because we are going to face change in our lifetimes a couple times a year, if not more, we have to be adaptable. We have to be willing to pivot. We have to be willing to transition. We have to be willing to accommodate. So here's what I did is I stopped resisting change and I started to open up to change, to things looking different, to my kids being home, to my husband being home, to figuring out a different health strategy that was going to work for me. And I just opened my heart and I brought God in right there and said, Lord God, help me. 
Things feel out of my control and I don't like it. Lord God, I need you now. Show me how to stay healthy during this time. Show me how to work this business with my husband. Show me how to have more patience with my kids. Show me how to continue to foster this business when everything feels hopeless. And when I ask God to come in and take the seat at the head of my table, he told me to stop resisting change and I let it flow. And when I let it flow through God as the, as the top of my life, as the person that, as, as the voice, as the Holy Spirit that allowed me to find a solution, everything worked and it's working. And so that's the thing. Number one, resisting change causes friction. Let it go. Let it flow. Let God be the beacon of light as you navigate how to change and pivot and shift, which brings me to number two. Okay. There is a solution to every single problem. And I have learned this more vividly in this three months of being in isolation slash quarantine slash COVID life slash, you know, Black Lives Matter movement slash what's going to happen in the fall and my kids aren't going to go back to school and life is over. Okay, listen, there's a solution to every problem. This is the second thing I've really learned in these three months. We can get all bent out of shape. We can go all crazy. We can get all freaked out about all the things that could happen, that kind of are happening in the world. We can panic. We can cry. We can freak out. We can prophesize over what the fall is going to look like with our kids. Or we can simply say, look, let me chill for a second and just objectively remove myself emotionally from what's going on and think about a solution. Sister friend, I don't care what problem you are facing right now, today, imminently. It feels crushing. It feels like you can't escape. There is a solution to every single problem in your life. Okay, let me just give you a couple of examples. The first solution that we had to talk about was how do we co-work with kids? And at first it was rocky and bumpy because I was resisting it, right? I was resisting change. I was focused on the problem instead of the solution. When I shifted my view from, oh, it's too busy and I can't, I can't, you know, turn on the distance learning with miles and like, and I said, how do I navigate this? There was a quick solution right in front of my face, which was to create a schedule with my husband every two weeks and figure out when he needed the office, when he was working, when my son had the distance learning stuff going on. And then I plugged in because my business is so flexible. I took the open slots for clients, for coaching, for my mastermind stuff, to record podcasts, whatevs. I needed to just step away and say, I am not the only one here. I am not the priority. Making a seamless schedule where everybody gets what they need is the priority. And I discovered that, hey, mine is the most flexible. So that was one thing. And now every two weeks, husband and I sit down, we jam on our schedules. Done, son. Easy. Number two, I was gaining the 10-pound quarantine comfort food situation. I don't know how many of you have gained a couple, 
but I was eating like a grown man or maybe an 18 year old boy. I don't know, but I was eating all the things, guys. I was having the fast food, the pizzas, the burgers, <laughs> like, and, and here's what I did. I, I just was focused again on the problem. Oh, gaining weight. Well, I'm in quarantine. Well, I can't go to the gym. Well, there's no daycare for my kids. Well, blah, 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 blah. And then finally, I remembered, oh my gosh, there's a solution to every problem when I stop fixating on the problem and making excuses as to why I can't change something. And I flow with the change and open the doors to what needs to happen. And again, I prayed, Lord, show me how to recommit to my health. Help me find a plan that will work for our current situation. And I just woke up one day and I was ready. And I knew, I knew for me what that plan was. I was ready to recommit. My husband and I ended up getting mountain bikes and we've been mountain biking at least twice a week. And all the things fell into place. There was a solution there and it just looked a lot different from what I was used to, used to going to a gym that had a daycare, right? And so I was resisting something different and making excuses as to why I couldn't work out from home, why that wasn't going to work for me. That is a lack mindset. That is a mindset of a weak person. (laughs) Now, believe me, I mean, all of us have that mindset when it comes to something, especially when things are changing all around us at the pace at which they are. It's totally normal and almost expected that we're going to have those moments of resistance. We're going to have all of these moments of, I can't, I can't do this this way. This isn't working this way. But let me remind you, just as I reminded myself, there is a solution to every problem. Think outside the box. Let me think of another example. Um, okay, my son, my older son, Miles, he's going into first grade. And we were totally panicking over this whole learning stuff. Like distance learning was horrific, not because the teachers didn't do a great job, but because I ain't cut out for homeschooling. Can we just get that straight real quick? Husband and I are both working. It's chaos, okay? And so to also, he doesn't listen to us the way he listens to a teacher having other students in the class that are exactly his age, all of those things. And then lastly, he doesn't really learn because it's on an iPad, right? Instead of having like a tangible thing he can touch to learn math or science, okay? And so I started to panic. I started to freak out. What are we going to do? And so I remembered, oh my gosh, there's a solution to every problem. If he can't go back to school, Maybe he could do private schools because they don't go by the same rules. Maybe we could get a tutor. Maybe we could do this. And so we started exploring all of those options. And instead of panicking, I just came up with a few backup plans based on what happens in August. So now we know. And we've got some plans in our back pocket. So again, panic doesn't bring you any closer to resolution Digging into the change resistance just brings you more resistance, more negativity. That's what the enemy wants from you is to freak, is to focus on the worldly problems. What God wants to hand you is a solution. Every time I've asked and brought God into my problem, he has a solution readily waiting and available for me. And I know he has that for you. So that brings me to number three. The final thing I've really learned and I want to remind all of you of is that we've got to lean 
into God and Jesus and scripture right now more than we ever have before. Now is the time that God wants us to grow closer to him. We can either, we have a couple choices, right? We can choose to lean on the world and lean on the world's solution, solutions, or we can lean on Jesus. Look, we are grateful for this world. I am grateful for this world, for this life, for my babies, for my relationships, for my friendships, for this business, for the impact God has allowed me to make for this show, for the words that God gifts me every time I show up for you guys. But here's the thing. While I'm grateful to be on the planet, this isn't my home. This isn't a, this isn't my home, okay? In this fleeting time on earth, I am choosing to live above the fray of sin, above the fray of condemnation and judgment and all the political battles and all the fake news. Because if you watch the news, you know that that is not based on truth, on biblical truth. It is it is sensationalized entertainment. Okay, so just know that. And I choose to live above lies, idolatry, blame, and hate. It's a choice. We all have the choice. So we can either let the world dictate our emotions, let the world dictate the way that we react, let the world cause us pain and struggle and defeat, or we can lean into our true home, which is with Jesus Christ and with our Savior, with our Father. Our Father lives in heaven and we get to go be with him and go home, go home. I'm so excited and grateful that there is a space and a place for all of us where there is no more pain and struggle and fighting and anger and judgment and hate and fake this and fake that and idols everywhere you look and just none of it. Nothing but beauty and peace and love and the people that we so cherish. Paradise. That's my home. And I needed to be reminded of that. And so I think what God truly showed me in this past 90 days-ish of quarantine and isolation is that even God himself rested on the seventh day, right, of creation. Rest is part of the biblical plan. And so he called us to rest. And when I started to rest, the lies of the world started to be revealed to me at a deeper level right? Instagram as an idol, social media as an idol, different coaches and people that I was following as, you know, uh, not godly, not, not godly servants, not the right people for me. The truth has been revealed in a lot of different areas. And it's also shown me the truth about myself and some of the weaknesses that I have that I need to work on, right? So when we rest, we can hear. When we silence the noise, we allow God to speak truth into us and to tell us what we need to do, what we need to change. So what I've learned is to stop leaning on the world, stop leaning on my own understanding and start leaning 
pouring into God. Start looking for answers in scripture instead of the Google search bar. Stop stop phoning a friend for help and start phoning Jesus. Get to your knees more often and pray and call out to him and let him lead your choices, your business, your life, your finances, your relationships, your motherhood, your patience. Let him see your weaknesses and ask him to make you whole and make you better and stronger and more Christ-like every day. Sisters, I choose Jesus. Biblical truth, prayer, soaking up the hugs and the little precious moments that God has gifted me in this time. This time is not for naught. God wastes nothing. This time of quiet, kind of, worldly quiet, household chaos, right, is beautiful. It's given me a closeness with my kids and my husband that I would have never had otherwise. It's shown me how to serve you guys more deeply, but in a more authentic way. It's shown me that Instagram and social media is not something that I really want to be part of. If it wasn't part of my business, guys, I would just delete it. But I'm showing up there. I'm still doing it, but I'm doing it God's way. I'm done doing it the world's way. I am living my life worry-free, yet I am discerning truth daily. I'm not worrying because I know God's got this. God's got me and God's got you. But the truth must be analyzed every day right now. Don't believe what you see on social. Don't believe what you see on the news. Don't believe it. Go to God for the truth. He'll show you. Look, if he will reveal so much to me in such a short amount of time, I challenge you to sit down with a journal Get quiet, pray, you know, fast for, from coffee for a couple days. You guys remember when I did that? Like do what you need to do to hear him. And then write down all the miracles that you've experienced in this time. Write down all the beauty God has shown you. Stop focusing on the problems. Start focusing on the solutions, on the provision, on the miracles that he is so desperately trying to give us. We are blocking it. We got to open up. We got to open our hearts and our souls and our minds to the beauty that he has in store. Love you so much. Keep your eyes on him. I just hope that this helped you. Just felt led to chat with you guys today. Missed ya. Get into my DM. Say what's up. I want to hear from you guys. Come join the Facebook group. It's under Mompreneur Mastermind on Facebook. I go live in there all the time. Answer questions. I'm here for you. Whatever you need. Even if you just need a prayer. Send me your prayer request. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let me be here for you. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Love you guys. I will see you back here pretty soon. Love and light stuff. If you like Mama Soul, leave a review. Plenty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.